Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Hello, my dear ones. I hope you are doing so beautifully. There is one thing I've noticed on my spiritual journey of growth and evolution, right? I encounter the same words over and over again. It's like there's just a handful of words I think that actually matter the most. And all of the other hundreds of thousands of words that are in the average language, you know, they, they, I think they just clutter us and confuse us and take us off track a little bit. And one of the words that I think just is, is, and it's not just words I'm talking about here. It's like actual, like meaning the words bring to our experience. And one of those meanings that, I feel is fundamental to our experience here is alignment, energetic alignment, alignment in our values, alignment in our truth, our authenticity, aligning to our our natural energy. Maybe if you're into human design, you want to align to your human design type. And it's, you know, it's one of the true true, what's the word I'm looking for now? True callings is the word coming to me for us. How can we align? What do we need to do to align? Who do we need to be to align? What do we need to let go of to align, right? And I want to share with you before I get into today's episode and our guest, et cetera, I do want to share a little story that sets this all up very nicely, what we're going to be exploring today. And So my husband and I have been talking about, well, where do we want to go over the holidays? And we found that with having a dog and all the things and travel being not as easy as it used to be, that the farther in advance we plan, the better. And we were always kind of like last minute, like, hey, where do you feel like going this weekend? Okay, let's fly to someplace, fill in the blank. Well, with kids and dogs and all the things, we we slowly, after a lot of trips that we took that we really wish we would have planned in advance for a variety of reasons, we've finally learned to just do it. Okay. So we've decided where we want to go for Christmas. It's now, you know, early September as I'm recording this, and we are going to Aruba. And it's one of my most favorite places on earth. I just love the island of Aruba. Okay. So we plan this trip. I'm part of a blended family. So I have children who live in the U.S. So we've got all the schedules coordinated. And just like over the weekend, everything just came together. Again, schedules coordinated. My parents are coming. And my dad doesn't have great mobility these days. So they don't travel that often, right? So it was just a huge score that my parents can meet us there. We found the perfect house. We're, we're going at the, you know, the height of the holiday season. So everything's pretty expensive, but we found an amazing 
Airbnb house at a really reasonable rate. We found reasonable airfare with really good times. Like everything just clicked this this weekend. And before we knew it, everything was booked. And I kind of was like, how did that happen? Like everybody was on board. All schedules were managed. Dog border for Astrid, our dog, you know, and I was kind of like, you know, how did this all happen? Okay. This morning, I'm thinking, okay, it's September and we're closing out the end of the third quarter. Let me go to my soul plan, which is my 10-page soul-guided life and business plan that I just lightly create each year to help me get clarity on my goals and intentions and, and align, align to these goals and intentions and dreams and desires. And on the first page, I always have three things. So it starts with my soul mission or my highest why. Then I go into my definition of success for the year. And I always write that in a way that every single day can be successful no matter of any outcomes. And then last but not least is my one-year vision. So I spend a lot of time in December of every year doing soul-guided visioning for the year ahead to see who I want to be, how I want to feel, more importantly than what I want to manifest. But I really kind of, I want to spend a good amount of time in the energy of who I want to be and what I want to be vibrating at in the year ahead. So let me just read you the first line of my one-year vision that I drafted. I wrote this in December, 2021. It is now September, 2022. I am on the tropical island of Aruba, with my husband and my children and my parents. I mean, I don't even remember writing that last year. Really, really, really cool stuff. And I was able to manifest that because of alignment. And alignment is what we're going to be exploring today. And I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with Hillary de Caesar about this topic. She has something she calls the 3HQ method, the three H's being head, heart, and higher self. And she has a really refreshing take on alignment. And I really, really enjoyed our connection. So in today's episode, we explore a powerful way to do soul-guided visioning. What the 3HQ method is and how it can change your life and how to align your head, heart, and higher self to your highest dreams and intentions. We end on a very cool invitation that will have you understanding your energy so you can show up each and every day at your very best in true alignment. So please stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, 
serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of nearly 2,000 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today's guest is Hillary DeCesar, and we're talking alignment. Hillary DeCesar is an award-winning business expert, international best-selling author, and host of the Relaunch Podcast. As a sought-after speaker, founder of the Relaunch Company, and previously one of Oracle's top account managers worldwide, Hillary brings fresh energy to industry leaders, CEOs, and solopreneurs. I truly enjoyed connecting to Hillary's energy. Please enjoy. Welcome, Hillary, to Soul Guide Radio. Well, Allison, it's so fun to be here with you and all of your truth seekers. How fun for me this morning. Oh, I'm really excited to unpack our topic for today with you. I think you and I talk about a lot of the same stuff, and I always find that it's very magical when that happens. I, I feel like you've got a really amazing energy, and I feel like there's these synchronicities that can happen and we kind of fit in like a puzzle piece and your gifts can really augment the stuff that I share with my my listeners and I love when that happens so I'm really excited to learn from you about some of the stuff you teach in the world so let's go ahead and get right started I would love to learn let I'm going to just start with the the topic at hand here we're going to be talking about the 3HQ method and my listeners know I am just, I'm the lover of like a good five-step process or I like to take the most complex spiritual thing in the world and then boil it down to something really actionable and integratable and a five-step process. So I'm wondering if this is, you're going to do this for us today and I'd love to know <laughs> what is, I'll stop talking now, what is the 3HQ method? Okay, so first off, I love that. <laughs> yes, I am all about the steps because 3HQ came out of IQ of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, where we were all in our head. How intelligent? What are your problem-solving capabilities? And then it turned into, well, wait a second. If you're just all in your head and it's all about intellect, can you be a good leader? Can you be a good entrepreneur? And EQ came to be. So in the 90s, it was all about how emotionally savvy are you? Can you read people? Can you be there as somebody that is as you know, emotionally in tune with the others that are surrounding you? And then we move forward to 2013 and Sheryl Sandberg comes out with Lean In. And for those of you that read it, for those of you that tried to do it, I was one of those and it failed miserably. I have, you know, three kids, two stepkids, and I was leaning in, leaning in, and I leaned in so hard that I got something. I got a job that I really, truly didn't want. So that's a different story. We can go into that later. But what happened from that is that I worked in Silicon Valley. I was there for 10 years. I was in corporate. I was doing my thing. And then I leaned into 
this whole concept of really going out there. And at that point, this was two decades ago, really thinking that I wanted to help coach, which it was called consulting at the time. I wanted to help people really get to the place where they are happy once they got there, that they weren't just on this hey, I've got a goal and I'm going to do everything I can to get to that goal. And when I'm there, I'm going to be happy. Because what I ended up finding was through thousands of people that I've worked with that many times they weren't happy. So I went on this whole quest of like, why is that? And what it boiled down to after a hundred and Hundred, hundreds of interviews, hundreds of like coaching on this specific topic that I realized that there is a formula, as you said, love these formulas, and it is called the 3HQ and it's head, heart, higher self. We need to get out of our head, into our heart, into that why in order to actually reach our higher self. And the way I define higher self is really that best version of you. Mm. Yes. You're talking my language. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So that's how 3HQ was born and it's truly evolved. And I had the privilege after my mom passed, COVID hit and everyone's like, privilege, what's going on? What's she about to say? But really it was a privilege because I couldn't do an eat, pray, love. I couldn't just disappear. I couldn't just go out into the wild and walk around. I was locked up in a high rise in San Francisco, COVID had hit and I was mourning. And I thought, how do I take this incredible method out to the world? How do I share this with more people? Because I know it works. I know that people have seen miraculous benefits from it. They've been able to manifest some of the things that they've like, you know, alluded to that they wanted, they wanted, but it just hadn't happened. And so I wrote it all down and I wrote a book. It's called Relaunch. And in it, I had to, when I'm working with somebody, I can take them through the process and I can work with them. But when you're writing a book, you have to, you have to simplify it. Like you said, it has to yeah. be like step by step. And yep. so I was able to do that in the first part of the head. I've, I've narrowed down to the three areas that are the most significant. And Allison, can I, can I share those? Because I think that that's, yeah. like, that's the crux of it all. That's like where it all begins. And so when you think about your thoughts, that's part one. Part two is once you've realized the thoughts that are holding you back, the thoughts that you are creating... Remember the one thing we have control over, which I've heard you say in your podcast, the one thing is that we have control over our thoughts. We don't really have control over anything else, but we do. We do have the, the, the ability to make our choices and then our decisions. And so once we come through the thought process, then we go into what I call bugs and bugs are your beliefs underground surfacing. 
And those are those limiting beliefs. And bugs can also be like, you know, an awesome bug that is a, an empowering bug, like a ladybug. And and we also have queen bees, which are queen bugs that that roll us down into our deepest, darkest limiting beliefs that always have to do with, you know, am I feeling like I'm loved? Am I feeling like I am worthy? And am I feeling like I'm safe? And I have a process. It's a five-step process called the Belief Blaster. And then the last one is what everyone seems to be struggling with these days is that midlife for those that are in it, for those that are trying to figure out if they're in it, midlife is now being represented from 35 to 55. So it's a big, broad space. People are going into it earlier. But here's the thing. I don't believe in midlife crises. I believe that it will be an identity crisis that you're going through. And when you can figure it out, your identity of where you're going, that's when the magic happens. So those are the three elements of the head. Mm. So what we're doing here is we're placing awareness, what's happening up there, being aware. And then we're trying to Is it noticing the thoughts that are holding us back and maybe thwarting us or taking us out of alignment in our path? Those are the bugs? Those are the bugs. So you've got your limiting beliefs, those beliefs underground. The limiting beliefs are when you have a thought and the thought is, you know, emotionally charged. And if that is repeated over time, you create the belief system. The belief can either be a positive, great belief that is serving you really well, like I'm a, you know, I'm a great communicator, I'm a great leader, I'm a great salesperson, I'm a great marketeer, whatever it is, you start to identify like, yeah, you know, we all have them. (laughs) That's another thing. And then we look at the ones that are holding us back, that, you know, the fears, the imposter syndromes, the the ones that if we could eliminate, where would we be? So for all the truth seekers, that's such a great question to ask. Yeah. If you could eliminate your limiting belief, the one that is really your queen bee, your queen bug, what would that allow you to do to become? I mean, it's pretty powerful. And that's where you lead into where do you really want to be in 12 months? Like I often look at, I don't know when this is going to be, you know, out there, but I look at quarters and we all know their seasons and we all have, you know, our favorite season. So everyone think about your favorite season. And why is that? Why do you love that one? Because there's a lot of symbolism in which season we love. And for some, it's spring, it's that birthing, you know, the birth of everything, newness. For, you know, others, it's fall, it's the shedding away. For others, it's, you know, winter and you're going dormant and you're really like going into that like, you know, cave of of where you're going to come out. And then for some, it's the summer, it's the, you know, being frivolous, it's having fun, it's laughter, it's beach, it's family time. But we all have it. And what I like to do is say, what is your favorite time? And when you can find that, that is an amazing place, amazing time to think about where you want to be in 12 months next year at that same time. And that's when you can start to, as I said, 
no, no longer crisis. First off, we think about the word crisis. Crisis is just so awful. And we feel like, you know, there's uncertainty behind it. So instead of crisis, instead of like, you know, ugh, I've got this, you know, big thing I'm dealing with. I feel so stuck. It's like, let's make it into a project. A project. Like I'm working on this project of me and looking at it from that point and, and looking out into the future of 12 months and creating. And all of a sudden it's it's fun to create. It's fun to, you know, think of yourself as Michelangelo and you're like crafting this out of stone, whatever you want. And that's where we go with identity as well. Mm-hmm. I like that idea of when you do your visioning, I do, I do a lot of coaching and teaching and training and study of visioning and soul-guided visioning. And I've never thought about it in that way before. Like go to that, because, you know, I usually say, you know, I usually do like, okay, you got the 10-year vision and the five-year vision and the one-year vision, right? But I really like how you, that idea of going to that time of year that just, you know, you've got that pep in your step and 12 months from that time, like you're going there into the future and what are you doing and what are you creating and who are you being? That's that's a pretty powerful little, not little, not so little nuance to take to the visioning process, which is very, very cool. Okay, so we've got the head and obviously we're looking to belief bust or belief blast those beliefs that are not serving us and are taking us away from our truth and our authenticity and the work we really want to do in the world. So let's go to the heart. What happens with the heart? So in the heart, once you have just, you know, again, the awareness, the realization, and you're willing, you know, you know, those big reset buttons that have the big red on it says reset. This is where I literally do, like you said, the visualization. It's like, slap that reset. Because at this point, what we're trying to do is get out of the state we've been in. Like, just mix it up a bit. Like, think of yourself as that snow globe and you're just shaking it. You're like, okay, wherever those, you know, snow little flakies are going to fall, this is the time. So where I, I mentioned this, I think one of the, the most interesting conversations I've had was with this, this man and it was during a coaching session and he said, you know, Hillary, I really need help in selling my business. This is my time. This is what I've always wanted. I'm like so excited about this. And I said, okay, amazing. So how much do you want to sell the business for? And what are you going to do? Like, what's that lofty goal that's attached to selling the business? And he said, oh my God, okay, I'm going to rent a boat. And I'm going to sail around the world. And the next question was probably, and you know, intuitively, I knew I needed to ask it. I said, oh, you're an avid sailor. You love to sail. And he said, no, actually, I don't really like the water. And I started laughing. I'm like, okay, so why are you thinking that the sale of your business means getting out on a you know beautiful boat and sailing around the world? And he's like, that's so fascinating. And he said, well, it probably has to do with one of my dad's friends. When I was young, he came over, he sold his business for you know millions and millions of dollars, and then he did it. I said, oh, so it's his story. Yeah, his story. story. Yeah. Not your story. And I said, so if you had never met him, 
You had never heard that he did that. What would you want to do? And we walk through this and I call it for men, the why wizard. I call it for women, the wise woman. And what is it? It's the when you have, and this I think is what's missing in a lot of goal settings. As you said, I do the three and the 10 and you know, I think it's so important. I just think that at some point you have to get super clear but here's the problem. You're getting clear on the objective, on the result, and not necessarily on how you will feel, embrace, and everyone, you know, the, the be, how you will be once that happens. And so what I do is I take, like, let's say I'm taking you. So I would say, let's bring the wise woman out. And the wise woman is oh so wise. And you start, I start to say, okay, so what is your end result that you're trying to do in any area, right? It can go, you can use the wise woman at any point. And I'll tell you a really quick story behind the wise woman that I go up to my summer cabin that we've had in our family for almost 90 years, crazy, crazy, lots of incredible memories that I've had since I learned how to walk up there. And, you know, every year I've taken my children and everything. So we were up there this weekend and there is a mountain that looks like a old man and it's the side profile. And so I used to say to my mom, Inga, you know, well, wait a second, there's the the old man of the mountain has so much wisdom, but where's the wise woman? And she would say, oh, the wise woman is right behind because <laughs> isn't the woman always behind the man? So I laugh about that, but now I'm actually using it as the wise woman. And so what I would do is I would say, okay, so this is great. This is what your end result. This is what your objective is. But okay, Why? And somebody would say, well, you know, I've, I, you know, when I have that amount, let's just say it's, you know, selling your business. When I sell the business, then I'll be able to do all the things that I've wanted to do. And then, and then I'll say, well, why? Like, why do you want to do that? And we take it. And, you know, there's some people that say, take it three steps, take it three wise, take it five, seven. I find that until you finally hit rock bottom, until you're like, oh, you have that epiphany of like, oh my God, that's why I'm doing it. That's when you know you've hit your why. So why is the first part of the heart? And then the next one is, um, for, I've, I've, I've calculated that I have been through, somebody asked me on a show the other day, you know, how many, how many relaunches have you been? And relaunches are setbacks. Relaunches are, are anything that came up that were transitions in your life, health transitions, divorces, empty nester, just like all of the major, losing my mom, losing my dad just recently. And I came up with 36 of these. 36. And I started thinking back on how I how I handled them. And there were times where you've heard gurus out on the big stages saying, you know, love yourself, love your life, love your business, love, 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 love. And I'm a proponent of love. There's nobody out there who doesn't love, love more than me. But there were times that I didn't even like. In fact, I was in very deep self-sabotage. I was in like, ugh, I don't even like anything about my life. And so what I ask people to do is stop trying to cross that chasm, stop trying to jump from where you are to love. So I go, let's do like to love. And part part two of the heart is go like first, do that like thing. 
like things before you can love them. And then the last part of it is really going back to the belief blaster that you have these emotions and you have these blocks and you have these stories that you're telling yourself and you have these situational things that when you remember kind of what they did to you, where they came from, then it can literally release you. So there's a part of the belief blaster that goes into your emotions as well. Mm. Yeah. When I do my soul guided visioning, it's very similar in that I tell people it doesn't really matter what you see in the one year, three year, five years. So much important is what you feel. What is your core valued feeling state? I've taken people through soul guided visioning. I've done it like three times in a week, like a five year visioning exercise. And in the first vision, they're in a ski chalet. In the second vision, they're on the beach. And in the third vision, they're in the house that they live in currently, but their core valued feeling states are the same in each. So it's really those emotions, you know, those, those emotions that we desire to feel at the heart level, you know, that joy, that creativity, that service, that contribution, whatever it is, that's going to be the thing that's going to show up in your dreams and the, the thing to ideally drive you. And ideally, how do you get those emotions in the current moment, right? Like, how can you start, if you're someone who's really driven by feelings of harmony, for example, how can you start calling harmony into your current life, your current business? So I love how you frame that because it's really, it really is not the objective that is going to bring the lasting joy. It's really those, I mean, and and I look at them really as kind of, yeah, like heart-based feelings where it's not that I call it the ego spike where you think, oh, if I just get enough money to afford the Chanel handbag, then I'll be happy. And then you go out and buy the Chanel handbag. And then you're like, oh, you know, you get home and you're like really happy. And you're like, ah, I got this handbag. And then it's like, oh, you know, that that crash down. And I think what you're talking about is going beyond that sort of up and down cycle to that lasting joy that comes from the heart, comes from being in alignment. Ego spike is so good. Yeah, right? The ego spike. <laughs> We've all yeah, had it. No so good. No, I. You said at the beginning that you and I are, you know, probably <laughs> somehow related soul sisters. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, because everything you say, I'm like, oh, that's so good. Yes, I'm totally. I agree with you. And the ego spike. Yeah, you get something, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's on the shelf in a week. You know, yeah. You go. Or I always talk about. I had a bottle of champagne where I was given it. It was a bottle of Dom. It was, you know, oh my God, I have a bottle of Dom. And I put it on my shelf at the office. And I said to my team, I said, oh, we're going to pop this when we get to this revenue. And all of a sudden we did. And I and I looked at them and I said, you know, first off, I thought the one bottle is going to give them about a sip each. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then I said, I said, you know, I think we can even do more and let's, and you know what? When I finally left Oracle after almost almost 10 years, the bottle was still there. Mm, yeah. And it goes to that, that, you know, sometimes we, again, put these things out and then we don't celebrate. And then we yeah. don't, you know, acknowledge it. And we think, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now that I'm here, now that I've hit this, you know, there was a great, oh, gosh, what was it? It was on Clubhouse. And this guy said, and I wish I could remember, his name was Rob something. 
and he was on John Lee's on one of his one of his clubhouse events, and he said, "I finally decided that this last year I was going to do a hundred goals for the year," and I'm like. Man, that's a lot of goals. And he said, and here's the thing. I hit 77 of them. Jeez. And, and, good. There, and there was this pause and he said, and guess what? I'm not disappointed that I didn't hit 100. I'm so fired up that I hit 77. Oh, that's cool. And I thought, you know, that's a really great way to look at it because so many times I, I call these, you know, goals, I call them scazy. Scazy goals. It's like planet scazy. And it's scary and crazy. And it was a word that I taught my kids when they were young. And of course, the poor, the poor kids grew up thinking there's actually a word in the dictionary called scazy. And so scary and crazy. And, you know, how many of these can you really accomplish? And what I always tell people is, are you going to be bummed? You know, we always are like, you know, go for the bullseye, go for the bullseye. But really, if you were to land anywhere on planet scazy, you'd be pretty excited. So if you were going to like take your your rocket to the moon, are you going to be really bummed if you don't land on that one little spot or if you land, you know, really far up north or east or west or south or whatever? No, you're just excited to be there. And I think that the point of it is don't get so attached on that specific pinpoint. Look at it from a much bigger, like, hey, get there, get there in wherever, you know, the, the universe is going to take you, understand where you are today and understand where you are and where you want to be. And that's where 3HQ becomes almost like it is your, your compass. It just keeps you in alignment. And you made, you made this great comment about the gratitude and kind of getting to that joyous state. Mm -hmm. And that's really the 3HQ. That's that higher self. Higher yes. self encompasses gratitude. It encompasses purpose. It encompasses the most important thing, which I think is your energy. Mm. And everything falls around that piece of it. And I think when you look at the 12 universal laws, and I always find it interesting when I hear people describing them and they they start with the law of oneness and it's like, whoa, that's a big one. I'm not sure that that I'd probably lead into the oneness because that whole idea that we're all energy, we're all one, but eventually you get there and you you can using this 3HQ and, and the last piece is that intuition is in the middle of 3HQ. And when you can get out of your head and you start to have that knowing in your head, then you can start to understand that there's also a feeling that can come through your body, which is the heart. And then there's that sense, which is that higher self that you just had, you know, I just, I just knew it's like, it's sense it's through me. And it really, when you can start to leverage 3HQ in your daily life, and you can start to understand that, you know, you have that ability to ride your waves, ride the waves of momentum. Momentum breeds momentum. But there's also a point that you need to relax. You can't go, go, go. I'm riding that big wave. You know, eventually the wave crashes onto the sand. 
And when it crashes, even though it was the biggest, greatest wave, or if yours is kind of flat right now and it's just going up on the the sand and there's not even a ripple, then as I said with the seasons, this is your chance. And we're so, you know, we're, we're taught so much to go, 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 go. It has to be this like, you know, time, time, time is ticking, time, you know, or there's that I've got no time, I've got no time, time slipping by, all these different, you know, time That's also how you're viewing time and that's a limiting belief and that's a bug in itself. (laughs) This goes into a whole nother. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting. Do you, Hillary, track much about human design? I do. Yeah. Are you Allison, I I love all of that. Yeah, me too. Big L, right? And I decided I am not a human design consultant, but I am getting certified in human design because I feel like I'm just understanding myself so much deeper, my kids, my husband, my clients. I'm really kind of doing it for me. And it's just a blast. And one of the things that I've learned in my studies of human design is that I am a projector and I am designed... My specific design, and not all projectors are this way, but my specific design, I am designed for boom and bust cycles. So I am designed to have periods of time where the money's just flowing and it's falling off the trees and then it gets lean because I'm going in a big rest cycle. And sure, okay, maybe someday I'm going to have all sorts of passive sources of incomes buzzing and it's just still going to be coming in. But until then, it's a lean period of a bu- like bust, you know, air quotes bust. Yeah. And it's okay. Like I- I've designed for it to be that way. And so before I kind of had this realization, I would go through, I would, I was experiencing this, just not knowing that I'm designed for it to be this way. And I would get through the bust and I'd be like, huh, huh. You know, like I just like, whatever last quarter, it was just like, you know, clients falling out of the sky. And now it's like, huh, And it's just interesting, like having this realization that I am designed for this, it kind of gives you a permission that it's okay to have bust cycles. And maybe bust isn't the right word because it's got all these negative connotations where, but it really means just low times, like rest cycles, where you're not creating a bunch of content and launching a bunch of new offerings. It's just, you're in a rest cycle. And now I've, I've designed my whole business around this cycle. To have my baddest orders. Yeah. So good. And it's so good. And I really feel like it's because I was able to do this process. You're talking about aligning head, heart, higher self. And I think the old Allison would have been like, oh, there can never be a bus cycle. That's, you know, that's not success. But you realize that you can redefine, you know, you you get to decide what success is and you get to decide what works for you. And now I've kind of like, when I'm in a, you know, air quotes bus cycle, I'm just like, I don't know. I just get this joy. I'm in this joy because I don't know if you felt this in your business, Hillary, but I kind of feel like I'm in the point of my business that even when it's bad, it's good. And I mean that bad air quotes. So true. Right? And I think that's so the true, that's the true marker of success in business. Whether the lights are falling out of the sky or not, you're loving what you do. And I love what I do. Yes. And I want, I want to say, you know, when you look at 3HQ, in fact, I've, you know, never actually described this. It is an ever loop and it's an yes. ever loop. It's like two figure eights going into each other. Uh, so imagine you're on a, a racetrack, right? You don't 
you don't gun it going into the corners. You slow down. And then you gun it <laughs> as you're going on the, the straightaway. And that's what you just said so eloquently. It's that that's what we need to understand that we're not all high octane can go, go, go all the time. We all need to recharge. And that was so like, it, God, it's like, yes, we do. And giving yourself and actually when you lean into letting yourself do that, that's when you're you're leaning out to like everything that's possible. It's, yeah. I call it the manifestation magnet. That's when things start to really, really. But you have to say, okay, I'm going to trust this theory. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to give myself a couple weeks off. I'm going to I'm going to not take on, you know, any new clients during, you know, we, we took off and finally went to Africa in July with all, all, you know, all the kids. And it was this time. And I thought to myself, you know, oh gosh, I, you know, I'm leaning into the fall and I got to get that, da, da, da. and I finally, I'm like, this is my time. This is exactly, it's that down time. Yeah. And I started, and you'll you'll appreciate this. The first, the first couple of days, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a lot of social media. I'm going to, I'm going to like trace my whole vacation and like you know put it all out there. And by day two, I'm like, wait, there's like urgency around that. I don't want that. Yeah, right. And I stopped. Yeah. I stopped it, and it was great. That's so good. That's so good. So, Hillary, this has been really amazing, and I know. That the listeners of this podcast are, you know, they're, this is, you know, this is how they want to live. And they, this is a group of folks who want to be out of their head. I always say, go out of your mind, right? Let's all go out of our mind and go straight to the heart. And that's where we <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so I would love for you to leave our listeners with an invitation. So that's inviting them to do something or be someone or wherever you wish to invite them to go. Love this. Okay. So remember higher self. I talked about energy. We have the ability in the morning before we get out of bed to do an assessment on where's your energy. And I always say, I make this super easy. I say one to 10. 10 is like, today's the day. I'm riding that wave. And then one is just like, oh my gosh. And remember, there's a lot of reasons that you wake up between one and 10. We can't go into that right now. But what I want you to be doing is thinking about where are you? What number? And give yourself a number. So just think about, you know, this morning, where were you? And then I want you to think about when you are working at your highest level. You're creating, you're working in your, what I call the G zone, your great zone, your growth zone, your gratitude zone. What number is that? And once you decide where you need to be, especially if you are, you know, working with the circadian rhythm of yourself and where you are the most productive, where you, you then have the ability to elevate yourself with energy before you get out of bed right? Because sometimes we get out and then we hit our toe and then we don't have any coffee and then we la 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 and you look at your email and of course this person and you've already set yourself on that spiral. But if you start with that intention of I'm elevating my energy right now and we all can like close our eyes and like put in that thought of like a great memory that will just elevate you. You can't have a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time. So let's 
increase the energy and start your day, especially when you know that you're giving, you're serving the people that you're working with, they deserve for you to show up that way. And then you Mm -hmm. keep going back to that throughout the day. Where's my energy? Oh God, I'm at a two. Then don't create. Don't put out that low energy vibe because the vibration will attract the vibration you're putting out. Yes. Oh, what a brilliant invitation. I love it. Simple and profound. And, you know, getting back to human design, you know, they say it's it's a good idea to start tracking this very question. So if you did this every day for a month, you could, I suspect, Hillary, you'll start to see natural cycles, right? Your natural cycle where you're at a high 10 and then your cycles where you're in a two and then you can start designing your work flow around your tens and your twos. Can I, can I just say one other thing that I have people do? Yes. Put a circle together and yes. list out how many days, you know, around the edge of the circle. Okay. And then you're literally going to put a dot because what you're going to eventually do is, as you just said, draw the like dot to dot, connect the dots. Hmm. And then you literally can see that, oh my gosh, there was this time. And, and then when you, you know, whatever you focus on grows. Whatever you focus on grows. Yeah. So you can start to see how you're increasing, how you're starting to, you know, put these these dot to dots. It's just, it's incredible after one month. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I'm glad you said that because I, gosh, it was like several years ago when I first stumbled upon human design, somebody told me that I should do this and it will help me understand my type and my energy. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I never really did it. So (laughs) I was so glad. I challenge you, (laughs) Allison. This is my chance. No, I'm super excited. I'm highly, highly motivated to do this starting tomorrow morning. So listeners, please, this invitation is for you. And I love it. And I've loved this conversation. So Hillary, I know our listeners are going to want to learn more about you and learn more about how they can integrate the three HQ method into their life and business. So tell our listeners, how can they connect with you? Mm, thank you, Allison. And it's really the easiest is just going to the relaunchco.com, our website. And again, that's the relaunchco.com. You have the opportunity to book a roadmap call where I kind of get you going with the 3HQ. Also, you can see where you can, you can go to Amazon and get the book, Relaunch, Hillary de Caesar, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. Beautiful. And all of those links will be in the show notes. Hillary, thanks again. Really appreciate you taking the time to share your wisdom on Soul Guide Radio. Thanks again, Allison. And I want to thank you, dear one, for tuning in and sharing this time with me. If you feel so called and so inspired, we'd be so grateful for a rating and review. And it really is how more people can find this and receive from this podcast. There is a link to leave a review in the show notes, and I will read your amazing words on the air. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, 
and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.